see memes about Bill Maher yesterday. Like, What's like, this about? Relating to Marvel, and I was like, oh, I guess they don't like Bill Maher now. I just assumed it was because he was like, fuck video games, <laughs> or, you know, something dumb. Some, he said something bad about nerd culture, which he did, I guess. Yeah. But also, it was just offensive in general yeah. to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> Especially Stanley, because he's generally seen as a reasonable human being. Yeah, I don't think he... It's not like he's fucking Hitler. He didn't mistreat anyone. He's, I mean, um, you, there's a whole show with John Kirby and all that. And, like, Steve Ditko went, went down with you know, Marvel yeah. at the, its peak. But I don't know that... Like, I, I, mean, I was there, but I don't know what his culpability yeah. is. Yeah. Oh. Now, speaking of Marvel, you heard, like, Ark, Ike Pellmuller, right? The uh, executive... That one of the chief executives is in trouble for uh, bribing New York cops. For what? Uh, he had an expired like gun license and he needed some help getting it renewed, and so he's like, you know, give, I'll send some Marvel premiere movie tickets your way if you you uh, kick this down the road. And they were like, sure, yep. Oh, cool. So, he's also shadow running the VA from Mar-a-Lago, from what I understand. And he was the executive of Marvel. Yeah, for the comics, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they uh, they basically cut him out of the movie side because he's mm. so fucking annoying. They got and uh, they got sick of working with him. And obviously Disney's like, anyone who can give us a bad press must die. Yeah, so he's on the comic side and the TV show side, which kind of explains why They're all getting canceled. the TV show is so shitty. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever watched any of them. Agent of the Shield is, is alright. I watched the first season or so of that. And then mm-hmm. actually I really liked Daredevil when I saw it. The first two seasons were I really enjoyed. Well, I remember and, when um, the first season of Daredevil came out, I tried to watch it because everyone was like... Oh, yeah, there's, like, this long take hallway fight scene. That is a cool fight scene. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch that just so I can talk about how the old boy one is better. <laughs> and then I never actually got to that part. So <laughs> to decide for myself. I've seen them both. I don't, I mean, I don't know. They're not, I don't know. I guess the old one, boy, old one is better, but the better one's still really cool, especially for a TV show. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, when True Detectives had that episode where, like, the last act was, like, 15 minutes of a long take, mm-hmm. like, going through buildings and shit like that. But, um, I mean, Carrie Jojin Fukunara is a really interesting director. I don't know who directed that Daredevil scene. Probably not anyone important. <laughs> not like the director of today's film, The Running Man. Do you know who directed it? No, I didn't uh, It is uh, Paul Michael Glazer, who you might know <laughs> as TV Starsky. <laughs> Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Apparently he directed... At this point he directed tons of episodes of Starsky and Hutch and like Miami Vice, like TV shit. Mm-hmm. And the producer was just like friends with them. Couldn't get a director to stick around for this movie. And they're like, oh, oh well, you can do Starsky. Yeah. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> complained about it the whole time. <clears throat> yeah, I don't... I mean, I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger just did this movie because he got to smoke a cigar in like 20 different scenes. Mm-hmm. And wear gold gym stuff. Yeah. So we watched The Running Man, 6.7 stars on IMDb. I feel like it's a little low. I mean, this is like trash, yeah. but it's really good trash. It's good trash. This is, uh, uh, this is the shitty RoboCop. It's got some mm-hmm. of the same sensibilities as RoboCop, but just not as good. Oh, it came out on November 13th of 1987, so it's like 21 years ago, mm-hmm. very recently. I thought that was cool when I saw that. But it was originally supposed to come out in July, but they didn't want to compete with Predator. Which is probably a really good choice. Smart move. Yeah. And this is the, uh, the uh, second Jesse. Actually, this is probably the first Jesse that we were Bobby Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Well, Predator, technically, since it came out first. Mm-hmm. Even though they probably filmed first. Yeah. yeah. 
Fucking Jason Ventura is huge. Yeah, what ha- what is going on there? <laughs> he's really big in this movie. I mean, he's big in like Predator too. I mean, he wasn't big as a wrestler, but like his shoulders are giant. Uh huh. Like when they're doing his workout video in this movie, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's a professional wrestler. He's got to be big, but it's like, whoa, goddamn. I think he. I mean, do you remember that? I heard a story of uh, in Predator that they measured. He and Arnold compare biceps, and his was smaller. Uh, after Arnold had tricked the uh, costume designer into telling Jesse Bonnie and Ventura that uh, Arnold's arms had measured smaller when they did the costume measurements, mm-hmm. and so Jesse demanded they, they do a, a measurement live on set, and he lost. And I feel like after that, he decided I'm gonna pump it up for uh, for, uh, for running man. <laughs> for running man. I don't know. He's bigger than. Arnie, for sure, though. Like Shoulder-wise, he definitely is. Well, he's taller than He's that. taller, He's yeah. got way more. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's the funny thing about this movie, too. Um, we'll get into it more, but, like, when he's got disguises on and stuff, <laughs> it's like, come, he's everyone's going to notice him. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, as super-duper buff as these guys, but, like, when I'm walking around and I'm, like, bigger than everyone and stuff, like, people say shit to me all the time. So, if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger and you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and people are looking for Arnold Schwarzenegger, everyone's going to know it's <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's just the wackiness of this film. <laughs> the uh, the opening scroll, straight up, like, out of a video game. Yeah, it looks like uh, Contra or something. Yeah. Contra. I think uh-huh. you're Contra. <laughs> that's, that's weekend. And then, as you can see, it's 2017. The United States economy... No, the world economy is world collapsed. world economy is collapsed, right? What's interesting is they're probably... So they're not, it's not far off. Yeah, like 10 years, maybe. I'd say. Well, uh, interesting you should say that, because the original Richard Bachman, a.k.a. Stephen King book, took place in, like, 2025. Oh. And it's also a much more dystopian world. Like, the stalkers are, like, cartoon characters in this, and there's not even a... There's no stalkers in the book. No? No, it's a much different book. I, I can see Stephen King not liking this movie at all. Hmm. Or you mean Richard Bachman? Yeah, I'm sorry, Richard Bachman, aka Stephen King. Um. Oh, also, uh, Starsky directed Kazam. The Shack. The Shack. The Shack Genie movie. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, right? <laughs> uh, world economy collapsed. Uh, now people don't have jobs or food or healthcare. United States. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so 2017. <laughs> so Arnold's a cop. Um, it's a helicopter cop. I didn't know they had helicopter cops. Well, they have helicopter. The cops have helicopters. That's a really good point. Someone has to fly those. Yes. They're usually like ex army vets, from what I understand, mm-hmm. as, as you would assume, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, another change in the book, and uh, this is the last time I'll mention the book because there's not who gives a shit, right? But uh, Richard Bachman, or not, Ben Richards in the book um, is like a. Little scrawny pre tuberculosis, <laughs> uh, out of work, uh, loser basically. So, what you're saying is perfect casting, yeah. They really nailed it with Arnold. Um, oh, one of the people that they wanted to direct the film was uh, oh, so yeah, George P. Cosmos was a good one of the guys that was tapped to direct this film. Um, uh, I don't know what it was, is uh. His idea, after reading the script, is he wanted it all to take place in a shopping mall. 
and the producer who the producer like really wanted to get this movie made. He liked the book. He liked the screenplay. All that sort of shit. I mean, I don't see how you go. Oh, I like the book, and then this is your result. I don't You're know. like in charge. He just wanted to do it, uh, but he was like, "Fucking shop them all. The fuck you talking about? You greed son of a bitch. <laughs> get out of here." And then get me Starsky. Yeah, there's a few other guys. All right, get me Hutch. Tried to get to direct, and he also like didn't like the versions. Paul Verhoeven. No, no, Verhoeven. But like, it was all going to take place in a shopping mall. How would that work? I don't know. The world. It, the, the greatest mall on earth. <laughs> the mall of America. It's like uh, Costco and um, oh, uh, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. yeah, that worked, I guess. Was it um, Brando? No, yeah, Rondo. Rondo. <laughs> it's what plants. It's got what plants crave. <laughs> plants crave. Another movie that ended up predicting the future way better than I think it was supposed to. Yeah, nuts. I mean. Most of us will be dead by that point in the future, thanks to climate change. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, what is it, like, ten years? We got ten years, maybe? We got ten years! <laughs> That's all we got! We got ten years! Thanks, David Bowie. You made it just in time. That's why he left. Yeah, you checked out. He was like, eh, no thanks. And he made like the. Oh, should, should you ever read the Neil Gaiman story that I'm pretty sure, short story that I'm pretty sure is supposed to be about David Bowie? No, what's it called? I can't remember how to find it. Oh, I think his last good. album, um, Black Star. I have most to it. I still have most to it. Oh, it's really good. The music videos that he released for a couple songs are really crazy too. Um, you know, he's really into like black magic and Satanism and stuff yeah. for a while. And I think, I don't know, it's just a really weird album where you're like, yeah, he's like leaving the earth and he's like casting like a spell. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy that's not afraid of anything. <laughs> Doesn't afraid of anything. That, that, and there's a man that was like an artist. Mm hmm. Except for when he used the thin white dupe. I mean, I guess that was a good character, but he was like about fascism and weird stuff. But David Bowie's always interested in different things. Yeah. And. To be honest, I, when I was in high school, I was really interested in Nazi Germany, too. Like, from a historical standpoint, not like I thought they were cool. And <laughs> um, so, we get, uh, my first note is, whoa, graphics! Uh, <laughs> the Running Man? Yeah. <laughs> the Running Man 3D graphics are pretty good. Uh, I wrote, my first note is super 80s score. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it carries on through the whole movie, but the, right away you can tell what it's going to be about. There's going to be some synth, uh, very few instruments. Yeah, it's just going to be um, tones, mostly. Tones. Um, but they're in the helicopter, and do you see that great projection work they did in the background for the helicopter? It's the real shit. It definitely looked like they're flying around. Mm-hmm. No wind or anything mm-hmm. coming in those doors, either. Well, that's what it's like when you get up high enough. There's the no air wind. pressure equalizes, mm-hmm. and you see the... Uh, uh, the wind stops the wind. You know who would have been a good addition to this movie? Steven Seagal. He could have been one of the hunters. Yeah, one of the stalkers. <laughs> yeah, because then he could see him run. Because <laughs> Steven Seagal runs so weird. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get you, Harney. <laughs> yeah, um, women really love me, so... Uh... Put me in that movie there. I'll get the babe at the end, the one with the cute ass. Is that your Steven Seagal? That's kind of what he sounds like now as a little man. 
I'm just telling you about the swamp and all this shit. Like, he just, yeah, he just touched the road now. Now he just got sunglasses. My eyes are closed. I don't It's because he's like, trying to pretend he's Japanese still or some shit. No, I thought it was because he got so fat that like, the fat deposits over his eyes are closing those lids. Oh. He was also just did, like, Aikido, right? Yeah, which is just it's bullshit martial arts. Which is fake. You just like, here, come at me. Oh, I threw you with two fingers. Ooh, yeah, look at me. Oh, uh, did you see? There's this dude in China who's um running an MMA school. Uh-huh. And, like, trying to, like, help poor kids in China, like, you know, here's some discipline, do some real shit or whatever. And he's getting a lot of hate from traditional martial arts in China. So he's been challenging, like... <laughs> like, martial arts masters and just beating the shit because <laughs> most of that shit is well I mean like, like all if you know the history of China a lot of the real like martial arts folks left when the communist revolution because they didn't want any of that the, those traditions hanging around mm-hmm. so you got like Washu and like n- not even like, uh, there's very few real martial artists even left in China yeah it seems like they're mostly all just uh, charlatans anyways yeah that is the big thing is even if they technically practice like a real discipline or whatever, they they're not actually masters in it. They're just taking people's money. Right, right. Well, I don't remember if you remember this. Like way like twenty years ago, I was taking tai chi mm. with that little black guy, and he claimed to have learned it from a dude that uh, Tibetan dude that had fled Tibet when the Chinese took over. Yeah, everyone cool left. <laughs> That's the problem with China now. But luckily, they're going to track everyone's cool points. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone has official cool points. Chinese cool points. You know how, like, your credit score... Well, I mean, score... Facebook and Google does that already. Well, but it's just not an official government. Yeah, program. we just do it ourselves, kind of. But at least it's not like... Do you believe in the state? Yeah, and um, parts of it, like, you're going to determine if you can, like... Get a job, get a or job, or a house, or what kind of loan you can get, or what places you can live. So, you know... All hail Emperor Xi Jinping. Yeah, Xi Jinping. Fucking Winnie the Pooh, motherfucker. Uh huh. Kiss my ass. I'm He's American. gonna get you. No, I'm American. Kiss my ass. He's gonna get you. I, um. Well, does Donald Trump love or hate China this week? I don't know. He can kiss my ass too. Oh, he might turn you over, depending on <laughs> which way <laughs> they're gonna. Go. <laughs> they're gonna turn that guy over to Turkey to kind of cool the waters of Saudi Arabia. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's one of the things they were talking about. Fucking piece of shit. That doesn't seem like no, that's the right choice. No. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised, I guess. I mean, look, who's in charge, right? But this is not how like, a, a, the president or the America uh, uh, is supposed to act, right? Yeah. The thing, thing about that situation is, um, what's Turkey's goal? Because I know they're not, you know, like... Oh, well, you know what Turkey's goal is. They're just trying to fuck with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They're trying to drive a wedge between Saudi Arabia and the Western Alliance. Mm. And, you know what? They, Saudi Arabia fucking deserves it at this yeah. point. Yeah, because it's just like, if they're not, he's, what's, um, I can't say his name correctly, um, I know it's like, who are we talking about? Uh, Erogen, the, oh, yeah, uh, but it's actually, Erdogan, 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 like, he's not doing all the kindness of his heart or anything like that, he's obviously like, he, well, he's basically a dictator anyway, yeah, so he's a dick too. A dictator. Well, he wants that the the uh, I think he's a cleric that's uh, now a U.S. resident. Mm-hmm. So they you know, they can torture and kill him. And that was uh, one of the things that Mike Flynn got in trouble for, if you remember right. Oh, he's trying to line that. A hundred years ago, he's trying to create like a clandestine kidnapping operation where they kidnap this fucking guy out of the United States and deliver him to Turkey. 
Well, I mean, you fucking, you could just kill people in embassies and shit now, so should be all right. There's nothing out of the ordinary for today's modern world. All oh, of shit. We got to talk about Black 47. It's <laughs> real quick. We're real far afield. Yeah, we'll get back to running, man. I just got to talk about Black 47 real quick just because um, I had a really interesting thought when I was watching it. So Black 47 obviously refers to 1847 Ireland, darkest year of the potato famine, right? Mm-hmm. Dude uh, is in the Comet Rangers, comes back from Afghanistan, parents are dead, landlord took his mom's land, his brother got hanged, brother's family freezes to death, he's there and gets arrested, uh, they turn the house, you know, that sort of thing. Bailiff and the landlord come, you know, you've heard it in all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's I like, mean, I have, I don't know the audience. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, fuck this, I'm gonna kill everyone responsible. And so the thing is, alright, there's tons of famine movies, right, or movies about the Irish fleeing the famine to, mm-hmm. you get to see what the yeah, Irish immigrant experience is like, yeah, mm-hmm. classic one. Tons of movies like that. This is the first one I've seen that's just straight up like, fuck the English, <laughs> fuck the Church of England, like, like... That's my fucking philosophy the entire time. Like, yeah. why are all these fucking movies like, oh, we're going to America, it's well, that's the thing is, a lot of people thought the idea that the famine was, oh, it's just because a natural... No, no, the Irish are growing plenty of fucking food. Yeah, it's just all going to England. It was genocide. England was like, oh, this just kind of laissez-faire genocide. We'll just let it happen. They're even blocking aid from different countries to Ireland. So now that my thinking is uh, it's only recently this is generally accepted academically, historically, that it's like, fuck, it's England's fault. So this movie, like, a lot of the dialogue's in Irish. It's straight up like... <laughs> straight up Gaelic? Yeah, it's straight up like, I won't speak that language. You can't get me to speak English. Fuck England. They're the worst. Oh, great. Like, you're, you're watching an IRA propaganda movie. Well, like, had it not been basically historically accurate, it would be propaganda. <laughs> is verging on that. But my thing is, since it took so long for a famine movie to get made that's like, fuck these people who are responsible, is there like 50, 60 years from now going to be a movie from like the Iraqi perspective that's like, they're killing US soldiers? I don't know. Like, maybe. will that ever be acceptable, you think? Maybe. I mean, it, you, obviously it's not going to be a movie that I think will get a lot of traction in the States, but, mm. you know, if like, international cinema starts to grow, if, you know, if Iraq actually turns a corner and has its own movie industry, then you might see that, because they're going to tell stories from their, their past mm. and that's one of them. Um, I mean, I think what, what ends up happening is you get this weird, like, Saddam is evil, the United States is evil kind of movie. Mm. Well, yeah, that's my thing. Um, for it to be, uh, I don't want to say nuanced, because Black 47 was not nuanced. It was just like... <laughs> is there a lot of nuance in the, the, the Irish famine? But, I mean, that's the thing, is it's kind of pretty black and white. Or maybe we're biased. I don't think so, because <laughs> I think yeah, history says otherwise. But, um, I don't know, it's just, um, you watch it and you're like, yeah, I totally get it. Well, that's the thing as well, when he comes home... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's like, basically like Robin Hood, right? It's kind of, but instead of, like, getting money, he's just killing them. Like, that's all he wants to do. Well, I mean, let's be honest, if him. there's an historical Robin Hood, do you really think he was just leaving everybody no. tied up? Nah, he just kill him. <laughs> Get him. But, uh, no, the thing is, I was, like, uh, watching it, and I was like, I imagine I went off and, like, was doing an adventure, and I came back, mom and dad were dead, you got hanged for trying to protect your family. I was like, oh, let's get out of here and go to America, Courtney and uh, Ryan and Jamie and Ariel, you know? And then 
Beth and the landlord show up and tear the roof off the house and they all freeze to death and I watch Ryan get shot like right in front of me as I'm getting arrested. Like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna join ISIS or some <laughs> shit like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's one that's straight up how you radicalize people. Yeah. I mean to be fair though, I I mean I don't think the United States military is necessarily going and ripping roofs off houses, but I mean, who knows what Blackwater's like, doing? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah, We're not in charge of all these private military operations. the people in Iraq, they don't see... Yeah, right. They don't, they they don't know how to make a differentiation. Or even if they can, it doesn't matter. These are still Americans. Yeah. That the government's allowing to be here. Right, right. I, I am firmly against private military operations. I, the United States should not be having contractors for anything. We, You know, fucking hire someone to cook their food. I don't give two shits. Mm. You... Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, um... Gotta privatize everything now. There's money to be made, boys. <laughs> I mean, I played Metal Gear Solid 4. I know how this ends. Just a gun Fucking cow noise. people. <laughs> yeah, so that was a wild tangent, but that was <laughs> my main thing. That was like, do you think there'll ever be uh, Af- an Afghani Iraqi movie that's just straight up like, yeah, fucking Eric Prince and his bros came in here and well, fucked I mean, my South Korea has so, um, uh, uh, robust them. cinema. Yeah. Right? And movie industry? Do they have anti-Japanese World War II movies? Not yet. But soon. Um, so, um... Because they're still very, very... There's a definitely anti-Japanese sentiment in South Korean culture. And vice versa. But Japan yeah. seems to hate everyone in East Asia. <laughs> yeah. Well, they think they're better than everyone. I'm not to speak for every citizen of Japan, but their country has a very nationalistic, ethnocentric streak. Uh, I mean, I believe they took at least two immigrants this year, so they're... And they're making them, like, wrestle on a weird-ass game show, <laughs> wearing blackface or something, because that's Japan. That's right. Oh, speaking of Japan, holy shit, this is, leads right back into Running Man. Um, part, aspects of the movie Running Man were based off of a 1980s Japanese game show, which I forget the title of, but it was basically, you were tortured physically and emotionally, and whoever lasted the longest one... I have a feeling that, that Stephen King never saw that game show when he wrote <laughs> The Running Man. Oh, no, I think it's specific to the film. How? I was going to say, like, uh, The Running Man, we'll have to, I guess you can kind of go back and Most Dangerous Game, that short story kind of does the same, is the same idea. And, like, but, um, oh, there's the one with uh, Anthony Hopkins and uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, is that the one I'm thinking of? That might be after this, though. But this kind of starts, what I'm getting at is this kind of starts like the Battle Royale, the Hunger Games kind of... Oh, this movie, Hunger Games copied this movie, yeah. or, but, yeah. like, Hunger Games, uh, bullshit, whoever wrote it, you're a hack. <laughs> um, I can't believe you made so much money. I, Jennifer Lawrence was in it, she's really cute, so. <laughs> Way to turn it around, I guess? I, yeah, I don't know. Um, the costumes were obviously really cool in Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I like Woody Harrelson in anything I see in it. Oh, yeah, Woody was in it, too. If they would have had Woody in this, this would have been a oh. billion dollar classic. Okay, well, so right away we got Steven Seagal as one of the factors. We got Woody Harrelson as Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson as Buzzsaw. No, Woody Harrelson replaces Arnie. <laughs> That's actually a better casting. I think Stephen King's on board for that. Yeah, and um, then Arnie can be one of the stalkers. Okay, he's Buzzsaw now. He's Buzzsaw now. That dude plays Buzzsaw. I feel like. He's got to be stronger than Arnie, too. I bet he can beat the shit out of Arnie. Well, the one thing I noticed with the stalkers is they're all a bunch of, like, fat. Overweight, chubby motherfuckers. <laughs> no, just Dynamo. Dynamo and Buzzsaw are both fat asses. No, Buzzsaw is big strong. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, he was like a power lifter. He had like that big power lifter gun and stuff. But I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> what? When he shows up and I mean, he lifted the bike, bike but it, no, I mean like the actor himself. He's got he's got like huge power lifter arms and shoulders and shit. I don't know. And then um, fucking then, one of them is Jim Brown. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a isn't Odd Job uh, Sub Zero? Is that Odd Job? Oh, is that Odd Job? It looked like Odd Job. Maybe I'm being really racist. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> might cut this. Um, but no, uh, fucking Fireball is Jim Brown. Yeah, that's true. I guess he's the only uh, he's the only interesting one. Um, Captain Freedom. Yeah, Dino was interesting for a second, and then you're like, what? He's got this goofy little go kart. Yeah, we came out of nowhere. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh, just he, he wants to rape a lot. <laughs> Uh, man, let's fucking get to this plot, though. <laughs> we were not anywhere in this movie at all. Yeah, there might be some major edits. We'll see. <laughs> um, so we're in the helicopter. Great background projection. Oh, some, shit. We're literally at the beginning of the Yeah, movie. some really classic Arnie line deliveries, too. Mm-hmm. Just like, You're there are many children. There's many children out there. What is that? <laughs> There's many children. <laughs> no, I... He doesn't even... This is before he even has, like... Like the flow of English, you know what I mean? It's like, no, no, I don't know. Like some of it's bad, but. <laughs> 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 but he has his greatest one of all time in this movie, though. I'll be back! Well, I mean, that's the classic <laughs> one, but we gotta, we'll gotta, we get to the other one. It's really good. Alright, so, uh, fucking betrayal. Arnie's like, I'm not gonna shoot the women and children. No, not to do that. They're unarmed! 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 And then, um,. They're like, fuck you. Detain him. Yeah. Kill those people. And he's like, I'll get you all. <laughs> he tries to fight them off. Well, he he gets them pretty good at first. Yeah, basically um, what his mistake is well, that... He's got 100 pounds on everybody. <laughs> his mistake is that he throws one of the dudes into the pilot seat. Mm-hmm. And the dude just, just turns like, into a helicopter. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, I'll drive. And the one guy's like, he's, they said detain him. Not to push him out the edge. Yeah, but I'm, I feel like they wouldn't have cared either way at that point. Nah, I probably wouldn't have, but you can see they want to frame him for the inevitable Oh, backlash. Uh, very smart, U.S. government. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Crafty, these government people. Obviously, Trump does have the best people working for him. Because mm-hmm. this is 2017. When Trump was president. That's right. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right? <laughs> All those people um, that are uh, riding for food, that's Trump country. <laughs> He's not helping That's you guys. That's West Virginia right now. Yeah, he's not helping you guys. He's making it worse. <laughs> Coal rats. Mm-hmm. Um, right before they knock out... Uh, but you know what's even worse than that? There's um, a young Hispanic woman who's going to be the youngest woman in the House of Representatives. <laughs> <laughs> it is awful. Did you hear about this? I heard about Alexandria it. Alexandria Castilla-Cortez. <laughs> oh my god. She's man. a danger. Yeah, that's terrible. Next oh, I saw an article on Breitbart that... Um, she is going after white, moderate Democrats. She's going to kill them with her bare hands. I mean, that's like how fear-mongering the article is. <laughs> She's going to lure them into the, the congressional chambers and strangle them. And she doesn't have enough money to dress as well as these rich old white men. Yeah, so I don't know why that's a problem. Why are they dragging her on Twitter all the time? She's gonna have a rough. I just, road. I actually saw her. Was she's got seven thousand dollars left in savings? I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty good. That's fucking. <laughs> that's good. better than a lot of people. That's actually. really good. Well, she's also trans. She's not getting paid right now. Yeah, she's, she's got to move to Washington. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, as she a, can't win. If you, I'm a Democrat, right? So, I mean, that doesn't 
mean anything to me. And none of that shit bothers me at all. It's no. actually a plus. She seems like a real person. Well, um, it's like when I found out that Joe Biden almost had to sell his house to pay for his son's cancer treatment. I'm like, oh shit, he actually knows what it's like to struggle. So, uh, her and I both belong to the Democratic Socialists of America. Oh, fuck, I hate all of these like subgroups and like weird ass genres. Like, I'm like, I mean, it's just the only like subgroup that I relate to at all. I'm actually rather like fucking. I'm like. Radical anarcho anarcho socialist. <laughs> You're not an anarchist at all. Well, um, to the extent of anarchy as it seems today, where it's more just radical democracy. No, well, I mean, that's different. <clears throat> yeah, but that's how anarchy is right now. It's not necessarily. Just yeah, you don't need absolute. to reframe anarchy because you want to. <laughs> yeah, but no, I don't think anyone these days is dumb enough to be like, yeah, we don't need a government. <laughs> I mean, it worked all right for. Uh, Hunter gatherers. <laughs> now these thought of I mean technically you thought of government they had a leadership Elders, right? and stuff, yeah. Presumably we don't know for sure there wasn't any written records, but presumably since that's how human society is always seems to operate. Chips and orangutans. Yeah. Which? Oh yeah. So my point was uh, I'm I'm like yes, queen. Let's <laughs> get rid of all those old white Democrats. I don't care. I don't care about those. Like it's new young white Democrats and they're like Beto. Probably. Beto Rock. I was going to say, right before they knock out Arnold, the dude goes, I'll see you in hell, which is just like another example of a Christian with a really warped sense of morality. Well, he, he, at least he realizes he'll be in hell, too. <laughs> He's like, well, I won't see you in hell because I'll be in heaven after I murder these 5,000 people. Because <laughs> this is God's will. God's plan. God's plan. <laughs> as filtered through the U.S. government. Uh, so now Arnie's in prison. And it looks pretty shitty there. There's like fart gas everywhere. Yeah. They're doing some sort it looks of. looks cold? It's like they're doing prison work. It it's looks like a like boundary or something. They're just hitting rocks and shit for no reason. Yeah. Like uh, uh, chain gangs. I want to point out the guards here because they all have like face masks and sunglasses on. They're dressed really stupidly. They have gas masks, sort of. It's yeah. like, is the. Is the air bad? Are they just gonna let the, all the prisoners die? Uh, I mean, probably, right? Because yeah. they show a dead guy at the beginning, like, oh. He's done. He's on again. Put him in that wheelbarrow. <laughs> Actually, he's already in the wheelbarrow. He goes into the vat. So he, like, conveniently was like, oh, I'm dying. I better die in a convenient spot. I don't want to cause you fellas any trouble. <laughs> you fellers. But anytime I see, uh, like, extras in a movie and they're, like, in a sort of mask or thing that obscures their face, it's, like, mm-hmm. a signal to me that they're going to reuse these guys later on somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Because they're, like, probably the motorcycle mask guys mm-hmm. that yeah, hassle yeah. them. And, yeah. <laughs> Alright, let me get into the zone, the game mm-hmm. zone. The quadrant. Uh, so, obviously there's a food shortage worldwide, or at least within the United States. These guys are also prisoners who don't eat very well anyways. But Arnold's maintained that. So, yeah, my note says he eats everybody else's food. <laughs> oh, just <laughs> eating corpses. A lot, of pro- a lot of protein in corpses. Yeah, because he you gotta eat a lot to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's still looking pretty good, so I'm thinking... Well, He's just taking everybody else's food. His other buddy, uh, Laughlin, Wayne, mm-hmm. Laughlin is the, the black dude, right? Yep. Uh, he was also pretty pretty big, considering he's he's been in prison, I assume, mm-hmm. for a while. For a while, man. Um, also, it seems like it's been really easy to break out of this prison. <laughs> yeah, I think it just seems like they don't care that much. Like, like, die or don't, I don't know. Like, a fight breaks out and they're like, oh well. Well, I mean, the whole thing, too, is the guards have this whole perimeter surrounded. So why are they even fighting these guys? Just pull back beyond the perimeter and just wait, wait it out. Yeah, because... If they, you don't give two shits... Mm-hmm. I mean, tactically, it's, this battle made no sense. 
No, it was just eighties action. And not very good at eighties action. Starsky is not great at the action. They're like, oh, we can't get the code to go in because the Wi-Fi is blocked by all these stone walls. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, let's go outside. Scene chain. Were they inside when he first when the when um. When he enters the code? When Weiss first sees him use the codes? Yes. I also like that Weiss is wearing a vest that says trusty, mm-hmm. which obviously means that he's a prisoner that's been showing good behavior, right? Oh, yeah, sure. He's a... Uh, that's what I said. Yeah, anyway. There's a word for those guys. I forget what they're called. Uh, In prison slang. Uh, oh, well, I don't know. It's like a snitch almost, but that's yeah, no, not okay. necessarily okay. a snitch. snitch. <clears throat> uh, speaking of uh, Laughlin, though, um, his body, he's not like buff like Arnold, so I think he... He's just drinking a lot of Pruno. <laughs> that toilet water. <laughs> uh, blocking the Wi-Fi. They eventually get outside and they got it kind of working. And then, um, what's this guy? Chico, I think they call him. He gets up and starts running. Yeah, and it pops. And everyone's like, hey, no, Chico, Chico. I was like, no, Chico, come on, Chico. And they show one guy um, who's just peeking over the fence. And he makes like a really shocked face. When he's like, whoa. That was the dude that tried to stop Chico. Tried to pull him back. Yeah. Chico, oh, well, then. <laughs> but when his head explodes, he seems so shocked. He has to have seen it before. <laughs> yeah, because you know what happens, yeah. right? They do manage to escape, right? Yeah, then uh, cut to them. In, in like the coolest hobo outfits ever. Yeah, this in is, Cyberpunk Town. Remember the, um, a few years ago, like the, I think it was like, like a Chinese hobo? There's like the fashion hobo? Oh, um, yeah. There's the, the Sartorialist. I don't know if he's still around, but it used to be a blog where this guy just photographed street fashion. Maybe like homeless people. That's like how that. I, that's like uh, Laughlin and Weiss and uh, and uh, old Arnie here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got uh, cut up gold gym sweatshirt, cigar, suspenders. He's got a hat. He's doing it. He's got a jaunty hat. Yeah, he's looks like construction worker. <laughs> Mr. Average construction worker. And he's giving a lot of shit to everybody that's the, the resistance. <clears throat> uh, yes, um, led by Mick Fleetwood mm-hmm. from Fleetwood Mac. Who I checked would only be 40 years old when this movie is filmed. Are you serious? Why does he look so terrible? Why does he look like that? Jim's, Jim Brown, Fireball, is 50 in this movie. Well, playing a black, we said this before, black on crack. Well, what the fuck happened to Mick Fleetwood? I thought, like, those English rock and roll guys just live forever. I mean, I mean, cause Keith Richards looks really bad, but he didn't at 40, I don't think. I don't think he looked that bad. If you had told me that he was 60 in this, I would have believed you. Oh, he's, he looks easily 60. I don't get it. Yeah, he looks like an old man. Yeah, because he's born in 47. I checked. This is 87. 40 years. I, I had to double check. Like, are this shows in McFleetwood? Like, I had to check multiple sources. And, like, this is really... I, I saw a picture of Ruth Bader Ginsburg taken, like, maybe two days ago. And she is, what, like, 100 now? <laughs> Something. 103, I think. <laughs> She's born in the 30s, so... <laughs> and she looks younger than fucking Mick Fleetwood did in 1987. Yeah. Like... Did they? His hair is all gray and wiry, and his face like oh. They, then, I don't. We'd have to find pictures of McFleetwood in the eighties and see if they. If they, like maybe they, they made him look like him that. Up, yeah. I don't know. He looked old as shit. I didn't realize it was McFleetwood. Yeah, and uh, Dweezil Zapp is there too. Is he in the background? Is he the uh, kid with the red beret? The little kid. <laughs> yeah. well, I thought I saw Corey Hart at one point too. Is he the uh, senior in this movie? Well, no. I just know that uh, Dweezil is in it. Yeah. Frank Zappa's son. <laughs> Um, oh, they're brainwashed by TV. Yeah. Uh, that's like. I mean, yeah, we know. I read. Well, the thing is, Fahrenheit like, 451 yeah. Too. So like, oh, you're brainwashed by TV, and then like, this is Butcher Bakersfield. I thought you were just yelling about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like believing it, huh? 
Because it works. <laughs> I, I mean, it works sometimes because you're just like, I don't trust the cops. It's <laughs> here to kick our asses. <laughs> um, but they get the bottom collars off. And it's like, nothing more like worth losing your head over, eh? <laughs> 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 Thanks, Nick Fleetwood. That's pretty good. He's got a really good line delivery. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's not Richard Dawson. No, but who is? Oh, and then they cut to um, uh, everyone's fleeing on the back of pickup trucks. Yeah. And I was like, my note says, ah, me and the other refugees. Because <laughs> I really want to get refugee status and leave the United States. <laughs> Someone hooked me up with how to do that. I don't think I can, right? No. <laughs> not yet, anyways. Give it five, ten years. When the... the trunk is really like, maybe you got shot. Yeah. You know, like some of the more lenient countries. <laughs> you know, this sad shit is like, as tough as our immigration and, you know, like refugee laws seem, we're still very liberal compared to the rest of the world. Like, we talked about Japan. Oh, yeah. I'm not even getting into Japan. Yeah, I mean, Canada is not much better. It's actually not any better than us. Mm. Um, like, I don't know where you would go. Um, most of Europe's still pretty open, right? Mm. Do you know? Do you know Dutch? And uh, then we're introduced to Richard Dawson oh. as himself. Man, he's a, the best part of this movie, far and away. Yeah. Um, just a treasure every time he's filmed. When he first shows up in his limo and gets out, I expected him to start open mouth kissing every woman in that crowd. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Kissing everyone's grandma, <laughs> mom, and sister. Yeah, aunt. What a creep. <laughs> Oh, no, creep. He did that in real life. He really was a creep. <laughs> I imagine he is, but he's, I don't know. I've always I've always had a little soft spot for Richard Dawson. <laughs> he's just on TV when you're sick all the time. That's good. Yeah, so that's like, okay. um, well, <laughs> but he's out there playing a hand in. And, oh, uh, yeah. There's a, this is like a great um, contrast or juxtaposition or someone more pretentious might call it like symmetry mm-hmm. where uh, Arnold's leaving on his little uh, flatbed pickup truck with all the refugees. Like fleeing in the dead of night, and then Richard Dawson's arriving at his uh, place of business to his palace. Yeah, to the mm-hmm. crowds of his cheering peons. Yep. And then uh, that guy accidentally mops in front of him, and he's like, "Oh, don't worry about it, buddy. He's <laughs> yeah, kill that man. <laughs> if I see that guy again, I'm gonna kill him. Or actually, maybe, you're gonna kill him. Yeah. Oh, if he's mopping here tomorrow, you're fired too. Um. Then we get to see uh, a little like broadcast about uh Arnie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, he's former police. And they show his police, like, badge photo or whatever. He's got a police mustache. It's like, yeah, that does, what? That does look like a police. He's got a mustache and everything. <laughs> I like to think if he still had the mustache, he would have shot on that unarmed crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because his mustache would have taken over. Yeah, the mustache makes you evil. I'm like, oh no, fascism. So, Arnie thinks he's at his brother's apartment. But so it was his brother's apartment. Maya, like, did she not change the code? Apparently not. And the code was more also on. just like 445566. Four, five, six, six. Yeah, it was. No problem. Good code there. Um, and then she's uh, making out, or <laughs> making yeah, out, working out in her nightgown. Or I guess it's her slip that she had on under yeah, her know. clothes. The thing is, like, yeah, I've had girlfriends that, like, do yoga in their underwear, or, you know what I mean? It, like, happens or but just, like, you're still, she's wearing a nightgown? Like, doing sit-ups and stuff? Like, yeah, I don't know, but I've never worked I think they were just, they just like, ooh, isn't this sexy? But <laughs> I didn't, me, get, I didn't just, even like, get, like, a sexy vibe from the scene. I was like, oh, shit, Captain Freedom! Yeah, I just was watching it, and I was What's like... What's that say about me? What the fuck's going on here? Why is she wearing that? <laughs> it didn't look comfortable to work out in. It's all, like... 
frilly and has drags on it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and then my other note is, uh, I was, like, working out in a nightgown, and then, whoa, Jason Ventura is huge. <laughs> so I was excited about that, too, because he does that move where he's like, he walks by, and he's like, Ugh. and I was like, whoa. He's like, you're ready. God damn. Because, see, he, uh, yeah, Kevin Friedman's got a workout video, but it's just women doing aerobics and him walking by the camera, like, flexing and stuff. Yeah. I'm always a little surprised Jesse Ventura didn't do some more movies in the 80s. He's not like, he's never, he was never going to be a leading man, but he's interesting and dynamic enough uh, and good enough actor to, you know, get some more, like, shitty 80s action roles. Um, I mean, he tried to launch his career with the Braxis, and that did really badly. <laughs> that was, like, him as a leading man. Yeah. Well, we, um, we'll probably watch that one. Like, as again, like, I don't, I don't see him as a leading man, but he could, I see him... He's got some chops. Yeah, we'll probably watch the Braxis eventually. Goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Sexual tyrannosaurus. Um, then we cut back to Richard Dawson, where they're picking out the possible contenders for the Running Man. And I was like, I'd like that job. <laughs> we get to pick the Running Man. Because he's like, yeah, the father of three freaked out, killed his wife and his kids and stuff. And he's like, yeah, but he's also a pansy. <laughs> he's wearing 20 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, so... I don't know, that'd be a cool job. We get to read about all the crazy people. You can just you can just read about those people without I know. I do. <laughs> Believe me, I do. <laughs> Your own fantasy running man. Yeah, but what if yeah <laughs> fantasy serial killer baseball. <laughs> I guess I could just do that instead. Yeah, and then I'll have to be a part of the corrupt system. Exactly. But I was thinking like, well if you gotta get a job in the evil government, <laughs> may as well be the guy that picks the running man. There's definitely worse jobs. Mm-hmm, like uh, her job, where she makes like the jingles and gets sexually harassed. <laughs> uh, cut back to them though. He's like, "We're going to Hawaii, and you're coming with me." And she's like, "Why would I do that?" And he's like, "Cause I'll say please." <laughs> yeah. And he like tears her workout. Cause if not, then there's a threat of physical violence. Look how strong I am. And then cut to Arnold in a great disguise. <laughs> Got a flower shirt on, white pants, and a hat. No one's ever gonna notice that this is. The dude they saw on TV that is just fucking six percent body fat. Look, every every line Arnold has is just a one liner. Yeah, this from basically is... after the the helicopter scene on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you don't need much else from Arnold. <laughs> it's just all one line. I've seen other <laughs> movies where, he, but it's just it's all snarky one liners. He's he's done other roles where I just it's too much. It's too much. <clears throat> too much Starsky. Yeah. Um. I don't know, I'm just, once again, I'm just shocked by... You can't live with them, you can't live without them. So in Total Recall, he has that crazy um, machine that turns him into an old, like, middle-aged woman for (laughs) disguise. Two weeks. Yeah, totally believable. But no, he's fucking... Jumbo pop shirt. Like, if you see The Rock walking around, like, he's the fucking rock. He's the rock, you know what I mean? The same thing for Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can't just... Put a hat on him, and no one's gonna notice this. It's like when you put a game. trench hat and a top hat on a teenager turtle. Yeah, like it's like the Robocop disguise we talked about. <laughs> like that body looks, that body's gonna stand out. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the guy I saw on TV that uh, <laughs> can kill people with his bare hands. <laughs> Man, his posture's amazing. <laughs> Look at those delts. <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be a little different now. Is he sticking his jaw for? A lot of people. Um, I mean, more people now. Uh, Work out. Take steroids and work out. So there are bigger people like that now, but I mean, I still walk around. I still don't see a lot of people walking around not like that. Looking like Arnold. Mm-mm. 
No, only on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, taking steroids for a job. I've definitely seen some big fat chooches walk around looking like they're the, the dynamo. Oh, yeah, I see a lot of dynamos. <laughs> I don't see a lot of fireballs around here. No. Mm-mm. And by that, I mean, I don't see too many black people out here in Arizona. Actually, I work with tons of black people. There's, uh, we have a black neighbor, but... Yeah, I know, Whoa, right? Whoa crazy! Whoa! The neighborhood, I'm gonna go start home back. Yes, you better move out of that neighborhood. Um, He's actually the only neighbor I actually like, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> the, most people out here are like cowboys or some shit. I don't know. Like, it's, it's real crackery out here. Uh, oh, there's a great scene where one of those... Women, am I right? Scenes where he's like, oh, she forgot her past. Oh, no, she forgot it. She's so forgetful. You know how women are. She was too busy combing her vagina. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do, women? I don't know how their bodies work. I don't know. But hey, like another, everybody in this movie is just terrible at planning. Because mm. Arnold's big plan is to throw in her Hawaiian shirt and then casually stroll this woman through airport security. Without having a pass for both of them? Yeah. And is it her name's on that pass that... Yeah, airport security has gone way down in 2017 under Trump. Actually, this is 2019 by now, isn't it? It's two years later. So I guess we're deep into it. Oh, it's going to be easier to fly in a year or two? <laughs> that would be nice. I like uh, avoid flying. I haven't flown like... 15 years. Yeah, I like avoid doing it. Oh no, it's not true. I went with Corpse Vegas once, but that's the last time. Yeah, no, see, there's places that we can get to by driving from here. Um, and like, yeah, maybe it'll like a 14 hour drive to get back to our hometown or whatever, but like, probably still less of a hassle than going to the airport and shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> don't need the stress. Yeah, hopefully this podcast doesn't get successful enough that we have to travel. It's <laughs> <That'd> be a <real laughs> bummer. It's be a real bummer to fly on airplanes a lot. Yeah, so uh, she manages to foil Arnold's massive plan. <laughs> yeah, with a well-placed dick punch. And then she's like, hey, it's Sam. It's Ben Jacobs. Or Ben Richards. Ben Richards. Ben Tim. Jacobs. It's Ben Jacobs. Um, a biblical figure. <laughs> and it's Ben Jacobs. <laughs> I like Ben Jacobs. Um, and then, the, so... Uh, there's a weird cut here where he's just immediately outside on the tarmac running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much. I get that. And um, so I don't know how he got out there. He but also went to like the most isolated airport in the world because there doesn't seem to be any other buildings around for miles. No, or even very many airplanes. Yeah. Uh, they but, obviously shut it down because there's a fugitive on the loose. Yeah, but they shoot him with a net gun. Like an escape And he's like, ah, no, only for me again. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, surprise, Richard Dawson wants him for Running Man, and he's like, you're gonna do it, or we're gonna kill your prison buddies. And this is where you find out that, I guess, he's, like, a good guy. I mean, we already kind of know he's alright, but... Guess he didn't murder unarmed women in shelter? Well, I mean, just, like, he probably knew these guys for, like, caught a year or two in prison. Like, yeah. it's not like they're BFFs or anything, mm-hmm. but he's still, like... Yeah, those pussies will die. We'll take care of this. And I feel like it's more Weiss. Laughlin seems like he can handle himself. Yeah. He seems alright. Weiss is a pencil-like geek. All he's good for is remembering numbers. As we remembering numbers. Uh, but then, so, he's like, alright, yeah, I'll do it. And they inject him with some shit. Like, what is it, their tracker? There's a barium dye, so I assume that's, that's radi- radiation or barium. Uh, so mm-hmm. that they're tra- I assume it's a tracker. But they inject them somewhere else, too. I thought they were trying to, like, poison them and slow them down or some shit. Yeah, it's like, they're going to make them weaker? 
Because the whole point is how fast you go runs when we can get with this shit. Yeah, but like I thought the whole reason they wanted him was because he like looked like he could actually. Yeah, fuck no, shit no, up. Okay. I'm like, now nah, let's make him weaker though. Yeah, um, but then they put him in his cage and he's like, oh, I'm angry. Ooh. But then they release the fart gas, put him to sleep. And then we get the uh, intro dance sequence to the Running Man. Well, first there's a Codric Cola, Cola advertisement yeah, yeah. for a little cut and climbing for dollars, <laughs> which is really good. <laughs> dogs. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that. I was like, I'd be really bad at that game. <laughs> Even like, um, like being in like really good shape, having a lot of upper body strength. Like I'm not good at that rope shit. So <laughs> you weigh a lot now. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's got a court-appointed theatrical agent. As you do. Well, I mean, at one point, Richard Dawson's like, give me the president's agent. Yeah, because he wants to go on TV, too. Ronald Reagan. Yeah, the satire in this movie is, is, is good. The action is not. And the satire is not consistent enough. No. It's just, like, thrown in here here and there. It's no, no, it's not. It's not RoboCop good. No. Uh, but yeah, then we get Paula Abdul choreography. Mm -hmm. She did all the choreography for this movie. I think sure. she even did like the aerobic sequence. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the intro dance sequence. Um, when they hired Paula Abdul, were they like, "Here, um, we need you to do some choreography to this bland Muzak we created." Yeah. Why not have this Paula Abdul make the pop song derivative Muzak? And she's like, I'll do my best. <laughs> See what I can do with this 2-2 two, two beat? Because, like, it, yeah, it's like the worst, like... It's not so bad. Um, let me find out Soda's cost $6. Which is not too far off from what they actually cost. Yeah. Machine now. She's, she's, like, she's, like, coins. she's like, man, do you have any extra coins? And she's like, yeah, here you go. We also learned that... Uh, Amy, the friend, is kind of a, got some issues. Yeah, so she, she's like, she could have killed you. Yeah, she's not you. really concerned about her she, friend almost being No, she's killed. into it. She's into she's it. She's like, this is my fetish. And then <laughs> he's like, he said he didn't really kill anyone. She's like, that's what they all said. <laughs> so she like hangs out with some tough <laughs> yeah, like, Where are you? Why are you hanging around? Yeah, yeah so she's kind of into it. And then um, Amber's like, well... I don't know. I guess I'll investigate further. Well, because the, there's that she finds out she's a newscast of uh, Ben Richards' capture, and they say that he killed two people. Yeah, which didn't happen. Which didn't happen. She's like, ah, that's all right. Wait a minute. I don't remember that. I, he was just running outside and got net gunned. Uh, then he's got to sign uh, his contract, and he stabs him. <laughs> with the pen. I mean, that's great. I remember that as a, from seeing this as a kid. Mm -hmm. That's my problem for a part of the movie. This is a court appointing theatrical agent. Yeah, it's fucking. He's like, here, use my back. And then Arnold Slyos. I like when he turns around and looks at him like, what? Why would you do this? <laughs> and then runs away. <laughs> and then we see uh, Miss McArdle, who's, uh, I guess, a reference to somebody called Miss Miller, who was, like, the super fan for The Price is Right or some shit. They used to, like, pull her out and be like, here she is. She shows up to every taping. <laughs> and she even, like, released, like, a Christmas album and Aww, random ass shit. That's cool. Yeah. I guess I didn't know that bit of trivia. I didn't either. I didn't know. I is that actually her, though, or is it? No, it's just She's got to be dead by It's just a reference to her. Uh, then we see Deep Fake, where they edited Oh, out. yeah. <laughs> also, okay, where did they get the footage from? I don't know, right? That's, all right, so, yeah, they edited the footage, but, like, who was filming the... 
I assume there's cameras inside the police helicopter, right? Like, there's cameras now inside yeah, most yeah, police cars. I guess, but it's like, and there's cameras outside the helicopter filming it from the sky. I and assume there was a second helicopter. There's cameras down below filming the crowd. I got a lot of angles, dude. <laughs> Alright. I mean, it was just footage from... I'm just saying there's a lot of things you can be upset about in this movie. I'm not upset about it. I was just like, this is pretty funny. They bring out Arnold Schwarzenegger. To like, it's your time now, man. You're going into the fucking party zone. And as he's walking out, they're having all the dancers like do sexy dance moves on him mm-hmm. and stuff. And I like I, the the intention seems to be like, uh, you suck. You'll never dance again. You know, <laughs> like to bully him or. But it just sort of seems like they're like, all right, girls, get out there and show him your vagina. Yeah, that like... seems really degrading to them. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Him. you're like rubbing on him and shit. Yeah. Like I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. Um, and then we see uh, Arnold's Running Man gear is sponsored by Adidas. Oh, yeah. Adidas like, logos on I it. couldn't believe they got Adidas to put their logo on that shit. They're just like, whatever. Fucking take some money. That's fine. Uh, then they list fabulous prizes he can get. Um, so it was like uh, um, a delay of sentence. A full presidential party. Yeah, like crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. A jury of your peers. Whoa, shit, a Holy jury of my peers. Shit. Oh my god. A jury of my peers. Just like the Constitution says. Mm-hmm. Um, then we see that uh, they're actually going to send Laughlin and Weiss in with them anyways. And you'll notice that Arnold's got a yellow jumpsuit on, or predominantly yellow, and they have predominantly red jumpsuits. They're the B team. Richard Dawson already said that. Mm-hmm, but, like,. Do you think it's specifically a reference to the red shirts from Star Trek? I don't know, I think like, I do. Maybe like the at least the costume department was like, like these two are gonna do it. Right. <laughs> you know what we should do? Then they take a cool ride down a giant chute. It seemed pretty like it'd be fun. Like if the next step wasn't you running for your life <laughs> crazy serial killers, like you'd be like, Hell yeah. They organized their records really well at the studio. And title them with a lot of information. Think <laughs> Possibly be, way too much. You think it would be like helicopter incident A and helicopter incident B, or like original and that and everything, but it's specifically like Doctor for Television version. Edited <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for television. Yeah. Unedited raw footage that exonerates Ben Richards. <laughs> yeah. uh, but she gets captured. Do not show. Uh, yeah, Amber's taking it. And she gets captured stealing it. By the, uh, like, steroid screener, right? Yeah, um, Sven. Sven? Sven. Sven Oli Thorsen, who's Arnold's friend, who he just had play random parts in, like, every movie that Arnold was in. Yep, as he, um, I mean, you'll find out later why. Because the movie stars, kids. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't speak English very well, as you find out later on, which is why he didn't ever have any big parts. (laughs) Um, then, uh, like, uh, what stalker do you want to send in first, Grandma? And she's like, I like my men big and cuddly. Yeah, Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero! He's uh, shooting ice balls everywhere in his ninja outfit. He's mm-hmm. all buff out. Oh. And he does seem big and cuddly. Yeah. Like, he looks like a grandpa, kind of. <laughs> he does. Alright. And he's going in there. He's going to kill. Um, I don't... <laughs> oh, when they all first arrive and like meet up, Arnie and Weiss and Laughlin... Weiss is like, man, what's going on? And they're, they're like, oh, man, I don't know. Well, it's like, fucking, you guys have been free for like a year now. You never watched the show? <laughs> you never watched the show? 
going to shop. I don't think he's been free for a year. He's been free for a few days. Oh. Well, he's been on the background in a few scenes. Yeah, I know they've had to see it. Let's go. Plus, they know all about the fucking network and everything. They know, they know what's going on. Yeah. They've seen Richard Dawson. Like, what is this shit? Uh, then the Mighty Ducks show up. Or the Mighty Duck, yeah. if you ask me. The one Mighty Duck? Mm-hmm. The Mightiest Duck. He's got exploding pucks and shit. And he's got a a, a, pocky, a hockey puck or a hockey stick that's got like blades on it. It's got, got a sure. sword. He uses stick. it to cut a gong and a sign and some um, chain link. But no human beings. No, he doesn't get a dude with it. He does manage to uh, put Weiss into a net. Yeah, like an actual... Like a net trap? Net trap thing. Prison sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it makes him, like, drunk while he's in there. Because his line delivery in there is really strange. He probably was drunk before that. <laughs> <laughs> the like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm highly claustrophobic. I'll just have a few drinks. Just <laughs> do more. Um, but he gets taken out by barbed wire attached to a piece of wood. <laughs> which only Arnold could have done. So the, they, the stalkers don't seem that confident. No, like, every stalker head situation kind of runs the same way. Um, they show up, they wreck shit for a second, they split up the the running men. Mm. Uh, Arnold kind of disappears for a second, and then he reappears at the last second to save everybody. Yeah, and he like sort of outsmarts them, but not, not really. <laughs> he just kind of like, I don't know, flares will make shit blow up. <laughs> You can choke a man with barbed wire, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he just does the old, like, trip line sort of thing. Mm-hmm. He, like, extends the barbed wire out and gets him by the neck, wraps him up, and he's like, ah. I just, yeah, and apparently this is the first time a stalker has ever died. So the, Which seems crazy. you think at least once or once in a while one of them would die. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you watch this goddamn show? <laughs> <laughs> What's the funny? No, no the fucking they always win. Yikes! Well, I guess that I mean that's true of like most fiction shows, right? The uh, the Power Rangers always win. Yeah, that's true. But um, Optimus Prime died one time. Yeah, people, people, people got pissed about it. That's true. Dumbledore um, died. But it just it seems like the Stalkers have never fought anybody competent until then. <clears throat> uh, Richard shows up in, in the the game zone. Yeah, that's like, Sub Zero dies so easily. Like he, you're scanning on the ice cream cake. Hey, there's Barbara in front of me. Should I duck, throw on the brakes, do something? Nope, run right into it. Yeah, well, I mean the lighting in there wasn't very good, so that could be a problem. I don't get to. I mean, you, you need to be better than your job as as a you're you're a professional killer man. Well, I think they probably are just always like killing wieners. Yeah. Like when like oh, I'm tired of having these 120 pound weaklings running around. So maybe they are just like this is the first time. They I've are just kind of bullies. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Arnold says Sub Zero is now playing Zero. <laughs> when he killed him, I was actually trying to think of like a good funny line for that too. And then he said it, and I was like, Yeah, that's not the best I can come with. Probably. Six out of ten. <laughs> playing Zero. Playing Zero. Uh, so now they pick Buzzsaw, and they're like, Buzzsaw's chainsaws are made by blah, 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 they cut through bone marrow, and even steel, and he's like, ah, chainsaws, I love it's, uh, He looks constipated all the time. <laughs> well, first, they, like, they, they show the crowd, and everybody's shocked, and, like, they, oh, yeah, they're sad about it. The, the, the gambling scene outside in the streets, um, everybody's sad about that out there. 
the one thing I'll, I'll say is like, if, I feel like uh, Richard Dawson should complain about how they calculate ratings numbers because it seems like this is like a, a party show where like a group of a hundred people get together to watch. So yeah, because they're everyone, way underestimating the ratings. Everyone, right? everyone they show watching it is like, watching the group. Yeah, like at a party. So yeah, your rating is probably pretty good. But uh, I mean, this is 2017. We're talking about 2018. We're all aware of it now. Everything's about quarterly growth. You got to do whatever you can for the shareholders to grow for each quarter. That's why uh, Blizzard releases Diablo Mobile, got Fallout 76. I think Fallout 76 is still a private company though, or not Fallout, but Bethesda. Yeah, well, not publicly. Yeah, and they're still using the same engine they used um, ten for years Morland. ago. More than ten years, I think. That's true. Morland's got to be what almost twenty. <laughs> Um, yeah, basically anything you can think of where you're like, oh, I'm an angry white man on the internet because my video games are bad, or they did a thing in Marvel I didn't like. It's uh, people Quite try to make people try to make money, okay? Do everything they can, make some money. Um, then uh, we find out Richard Dawson thinks uh, Amber's got a cute ass. He's like, oh, they have a cute ass. Throw her in there too. <laughs> And uh, Dynamo also makes his entrance. Yeah, because uh, the guy that was supposed to pick is like, I can't decide. He's like, well, send them both. The Doss man's like, send them both. Yeah, because he's worried that they're going to get killed anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dynamo is like a baritone opera singer. Mm-hmm. The guy yeah. who played him apparently like actually is. color suit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they came up with this character at all. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah, it's like they... Like, put some Christmas lights on a biker outfit, and he shoots electricity, and he's an opera singer. Let's go. And he's got, like, a light up mohawk. Yeah, and he's driving around a go-kart. He's got a go-kart. A DeLorean go-kart. Let's do it. Um, but then they pull out Amber, and, like, this, she's a girl from the West Side, and she flaunts the laws and morality. Mm. Like, she once had sex with two men, possibly even three, in a single year. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, gross. Um, actually, I like this actress, Maria Conchita Alonso. She's in Predator 2. Yeah, she is in Predator 2. I was wondering why she wasn't in more movies. At the time, because I was like, oh, she actually does a really good job. She could be like, yeah, she's really interesting. Uh, um, but then I was like, oh, I she's know. brown. She, yeah, she's got it's the eighties, and she's got uh, the wrong kind of accent. <laughs> um, she did a lot of uh, Spanish language stuff, though, uh-huh. if you can believe it. No, uh, she was also like uh, Distrito Federal, <laughs> like in uh, uh, um, Venezuela. She's from Cuba. She moved to Venezuela and then came to the United States. Uh, I read a lot about her. Apparently, she had a musical career and stuff too. I just, I just thought she was cool as shit, so I was like, "I'll learn more about her." And uh, yeah, I think she's doing all right, aside from not getting roles in shitty '80s movies because they probably didn't like her accent. I like her accent. Yeah, but um, we're also like used to hearing it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we grew up around hearing. Like, I've heard Spanish accents, or Spanish language accents, South American, Central American accents my entire life. So it seems completely normal for me. And yeah. it seems like it should be normal for everyone. But just thinking about how milk toast the fucking 80s and 90s were. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Well, I mean, like, wait, to go back to Night of the Creeps, like, there's no... Just the, uh, the janitor is the only yeah, janitor and the other cop. Yeah, it's just a Sorry. bunch of Kavanaugh's running around. <laughs> and, like, it didn't even reflect reality at the time. But whatever. Fucking media. Anyway, she's great, though. I love her. She's still doing great. She's got, like, her own fashion line and all sorts of shit. I go for her. 
Yep. So great for you, Maria. I love you. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> you don't have a Twitter. I know, but everyone hit me up on Twitter. Uh, they're gonna uh, find the jam the signal. Yeah, because they realize at this point that the the satellites are all pointing inside the game zone. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, the network's. You can hack the network, and Arl says, "Jam it up your ass." <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh, one snarky one-liners from 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 Arl all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, but surprise is go kart man and motorcycle man. Right, and so now we got split up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> every time they show Buzzsaw's face, like on the motorcycle or using the chainsaw, <laughs> he just looks like he's so constipated. <laughs> he looks like he's squeezing back a turd. He's, he's like, got to finish it. I imagine he's like a Swedish dude too. He just uh, looks like Jim the Evil Nightheart. <laughs> Without the cool goatee. Yeah. Um, then we find out they got a hexagonal decoder system <laughs> for the, the uplink or some shit. And Weiss is like, alright, remember these numbers, because that's what I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember numbers. And the, he's, I guess he's hacking it, but he's just, like, left just arrow, right tapping, arrow, left tap, arrow. Tap. It's going to take some time, it's going to tap. <laughs> got to press these buttons. Come on, it's a hexagonal decoder system. It, it'll just take some time. It's all. It's not difficult. It just takes time. Whatever the fuck that is. Um, let me find out Buzzsaw is saw is part of him. Like, it's his dick. <laughs> saw is part of me. I'm going to make it part of you, Arnold. But um, Arnold, Arnold overpowers decides him. to remove the limb. Like, he just, like, cuts him. He's, like, yeah, cut, yeah, he's splitting him. Splitting him in half. Because yeah, remember, he's like, oh, Buzzsaw had to split. You to split. <laughs> It yeah. was pretty good, right? Laughing, it's good. Why aren't you laughing? My thing is, um, I straight up think Buzzsaw, the guy that played Buzzsaw, could overpower Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, he's got to have like, like I said before. I know you just think he's a big fat guy, but uh, <laughs> I just don't respect any of the uh, people. Well, I mean, how they portray the movie or like, but the dude like looks like a big strong, which is what I call like the old school power lifter guys. <laughs> He's got a big belly, but like he, he looks like a big strong. I didn't. I didn't. He didn't. He seemed to be of the same size height wise as Arnold. Though, yeah, so. like five ten, five eleven, yeah. six feet maybe. Yeah. So he's not like a big strong because those guys are all like six six and three twenty. Now the world's strongest man right now is only six one. What wasn't? Isn't it still the dude that was playing the mountain? No, he's never actually won it. I thought he would. Did no, he just always gets like second or third place. Oh, damn loser. Maybe he'll get it this time since the other two main competitors um are retired. Mm-hmm. That's how you you win. The other people that are better than me, they retired. Perfect. Yeah, the world's strongest man now is six foot one guy from England. He weighs like fucking four hundred and seven pounds though. Man, how much is bad for six foot six yeah, foot one? Yeah, that's good for your bones. No, but he's scary big strong. He's big strong, very big strong. Yeah, but the mountain and the other guy that are usually like the top three, they're both like six 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 seven. Everybody is a is a real tough big strong until you take a chainsaw to the dick. That's true. Can't beat the chainsaw because it can cut through um, bone marrow and sometimes steel. <laughs> and his or dick is steel. probably isn't steel. Uh, it's probably uh, not bone or marrow either. It's just like a sack of blood. Um, <laughs> then <laughs> the fucking nerd crashes his go kart. Or <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know a good trick. I'm gonna run uphill. <laughs> Well, first, um, before we skip the part, but first, your wife decodes the thing. Right? Oh, and then the nerd kills him with electricity. Yeah, the dynamo's like, <laughs> But he's come to be my love, because he wants to rape um, Amber really bad. <laughs> There's another sequence right after this, after he kills Weiss, and, mm-hmm. 
that when he says coming out of love, where he's walking towards her, and you can see his mouth move, but there's no dialogue. Oh, so this guy who plays him is, like, from um, Belgium or Switzerland, mm-hmm. somewhere, like, northwestern Europe. Uh, I don't think he speaks English very well, and he's 80 yard most uh. of the time, and they just, whatever his line was supposed to be in that scene, they just decided not to include it, I think. I should have done somewhere else, because it's fucking painfully obvious that yeah. he's talking. Well, the only line that's actually him, or the only, is when he sings in the beginning, because later on when you see him, and he's like, come here, you stupid bitch, and oh, you can tell he's totally not <laughs> saying it. Well, he kind of is, but like, yeah. <laughs> I'll show you, dickless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he crashes his go-kart, and he's like, Cut! Please, cut! cut. Go to commercial, please! I am very hurt! I need please. help. I need help. Someone, there's a man, he's got a crowbar with which to stab me with. And then he doesn't stab him, he just kind of pins him. Yeah, he's like, I don't kill helpless people. Oh. I don't know why I said that, like, fucking Clint Eastwood. Yeah. I don't give you help these people. And everyone in the crowd is like, Boo! <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> Dynamo needs to die! Yeah. Um, oh, at this point, I think already that older woman had been like, Oh, I'm gonna bet on Diane Richardson be- billing, doing the next killing. And everyone was like, Because uh, some people are kind of on his side. Yeah. But they also want him to murder still. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, they're in it for the blood. Yeah, so it's like going, it's the gladiator competition. Mm hmm. Um, then they cut to Jim Brown, who's, like, partying with some girls, and he's like, it's all up to me now. <laughs> Just like when I played for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Just like when I was in all those great black exploitation movies. I love Jim Brown. <laughs> he's in, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Uh, then we find out Laughlin's got leaky guts, so he's, <laughs> he's done for. And, but, before he dies, he's like, hey, Arnold. You gotta take care of what we were doing. Don't let us, our deaths be in vain. And Arnold's just like, ah, oh, fuck you, man. Like, oh, why you this on me? <laughs> Thanks for that, bird. He's like, come on, you're this fucking big Lebowski. Dude, you told him, dude, uh, you're her only hope, you know? Go, <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> her life is in your hands. That's what he told me to tell you. What, what, don't tell me that. Oh, man. Speaking of combos, did you watch the Battle of Buster Scruggs? Yeah, I didn't have time. I'm gonna probably watch it today. Oh, it's uh, really good. I mean, it's an anthology, so yeah. some parts are better than others, but I think overall... I heard the uh, uh, title sequence is actually the best one. Battle of Buster Scruggs? Yeah. Um, it is really good. Uh, I wish that the lightheartedness to that one might have gotten carried over in some of the other ones, no. but... Uh, there's one with Tom Waits where he's a gold, he's kind of a gold, it's really good. Um, the last one where they're just in a carriage is like really spooky. Uh, it's good overall, but yeah, the Buster Scruggs part is amazing just because it's like a like super bright western musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, whatever, so he's like, you gotta do this or... Yo, I'll see you in hell, Arnold. He's like, all right, I guess I will, Laughlin. Richard Dawson gives him a direct phone call. He's like, hey, we can work this out. You're killing all my dudes. His ratings are going crazy, though. I don't understand what he's upset about. He's just, because he doesn't want all his dudes to die. You can hire more dudes. Ah, more. Yeah, where else are you going to find the kind of talent you get in a buzzsaw or a dynamo? Well, the main problem, I think, you can probably find a lot of sadistic motherfuckers to do this job. Main problem is, since there's a food shortage, 
how are you going to get big guys? So that's what he's worried about. He's like, we'll have to find some crazy guys that look like they can get big. <laughs> Feed them a lot and have them work out and see if they get big. You, you go to the, like those Hoovervilles, those shanty towns, you find them in the tallest motherfucker you can. Mm-hmm. Measure your shoulders, see how big they are. T-bones, and then his diet consists of T-bones and only T-bones. No nope, buffalo steaks. <laughs> and uh, hemp protein. Uh, but this is the best line of the movie, best line of all time. He's like, I can't wait to see you eat that contract, but leave room for my fist. Because I don't want any of you so can break your goddamn spine. <laughs> I remember that. I'm going to have room for my fist because I'm going to rob it into your stomach. That fucking line from the old Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to have room for my fist because I'm going to rob it into your stomach. Um, but fucking, um, they sh- Fireball comes out on stage, and I was immediately like, oh, this is fucking where Rammstein got their inspiration for their live shows. <laughs> you ever seen it? They just shoot yeah. fire, where like, they have like a dildo that shoots fire and stuff like that. So yeah, this is just like a Rammstein show. And he takes off, he jets off in the sky. <laughs> Later, Earthlings, in his <laughs> shitty jetpack. And old lady, uh, oh yeah, this is where the old lady's like, I think Ben Richardson's gonna do it, because he's one mean motherfucker. <laughs> he's a mean motherfucker. But we also know he's not like a mean motherfucker, because he let Dynamo go. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he, he gets the job done. No, he doesn't get the job. Like, he didn't have to kill Dynamo. He probably should have, though. Yeah, as we find out. Mm-hmm. But, save Amber's dramas. just desserts. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so, Fireball shows up. Arnold's throwing some barrels at him. Yeah, the Donkey Kong section. Yeah, the full of, they're full of uh, fire juice. <laughs> For some reason. Yeah, which I guess, I don't know, oil, petroleum, something. Some fire juice. Something, something flammable or perhaps. So a fireball is just like, <sighs> sets it on fire. And um, <clears throat> what's cool here, I love that Jim Brown, one of the coolest guys on earth, actually did the stunt. Like, he's the guy who's walking through fire. Oh, really? Yeah. But you can see... He's got like that flame retardant jelly on his face that like stuntmen wear. So they don't <laughs> yeah, duh. which makes sense. I mean, they, I just, they probably didn't want to do too many takes. But I was like, oh, he's got a jelly face. But then I was like, you know what? Fucking, he did it. <laughs> he walked through that fire. Yeah, so the stuntman I'm doing gonna have is gonna have jelly face too. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. They also probably couldn't get a stuntman who looked as cool as Jim Brown. Like, Jim, sorry, Jim, you gotta do it. And It'd be CGI like, to do it now. He'd be like, yeah, you know, I do have to do it. No one but me can do it. I'm Jim Brown. Um, then we cut to Jesse Ventura. He's got like a robot suit on him. No, it doesn't have me yet, does it? Oh, no, because he's got to kill him. Kill him for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, like, uh, for, uh, uh, Richard disappears. Yeah. <laughs> they split up and Fireball chases Amber. Yeah, just like you said, he disappears for a little bit. Yeah, every time there's this sequence, there's a, they get split up, he disappears at some point. Whatever. Every every action sequence with the Stalkers follows the same pattern. But then Amber finds, you know, the last year's yeah, previous winners in their corpses. <laughs> no, last year's losers. Nobody wins but me, Fireball. <laughs> I'm gonna flame you. Wait, what's a good fire pun? I'm gonna send you up in flame. No, wait, no, wait. <laughs> I'm gonna cook you, you spicy senorita. <laughs> Whatever, fuck it, you and me on fire. <laughs> you gonna die. And then Arnold pops out of nowhere and pulls his gas line. You'd think 
it'd be designed so it wasn't that <laughs> Yeah, bro, that was super easy. But he just, he like, pop, like hangs from the ceiling like a bat and pulls it up. <laughs> He's like, I'm Batman! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> and then Fireball, rather than being like, man, fuck you, he's just like, I'm gonna go my line! <laughs> yeah, my, my flamethrower line, my gas line, my gas line! Ah, oh, shit! Um, yeah, he's and then uh, Arnold's like, good thing I grabbed this flare earlier. And he throws that in and blows him up. And that was it. That was it for Fireball. It saved Jim Brown for last. That's all he did with him. <laughs> what was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's one-liner? I don't remember. I'm sure he had something good. You're cooked. <laughs> you're goose. I've cooked your goose. Yeah, I don't remember that one. So it probably wasn't as good as the other one. It's like, oh, he had to split yeah, now uh, back to the DOS man and Captain Freedom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's got his robot shit on him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what's this garbage? I'm not wearing this shit. I'm not wearing this shit. He's like, I don't move with my bare hands. I'm going to lose for 10 years. The cold of the gladiators. I mean, I'm looking at him, you know. <laughs> He's got a shot. I, I've, I think Jesse Ventura can beat up Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a big guy. Not that fucking so, robot suit, that's uh, yeah. sure. So here's, Jesse Ventura is like 6'4", and probably weighs close to 300 pounds. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is not. Also, Jesse Ventura is a professional wrestler. Arnold Schwarzenegger is just a bodybuilder. I don't know if he's ever even been hit in the face before. And, you know, wrestling is not real fighting, but you still learn enough uh, to be confident. And most wrestlers, especially back then, were some of the most dangerous people on the planet. And they're used to being hurt. <laughs> Uh, so I'm super duper confident Jason Ventura could beat Arnold Schwarzenegger to death. <laughs> so let him out there, Chief. Yeah, that's what we get, sort of, in this. Yeah, they us, they do the deep fake now. Um, so this is actually pretty cool. They um, predicted deep fake in accurate time span. Yeah, because about 2019 is when they'll probably be able to do this. Yeah. And then <laughs> fucking Twitter is going to be god awful. All the internet's gonna be ruined, really. I mean, and TV, and just life in general, because you won't be able to trust anything. Mm-hmm. You already can't try. To, you can't turn your goddamn head without someone trying to sell you something. <laughs> and if we had anything to advertise, this is where we would now cut into me trying to sell you something. <laughs> <laughs> we go to adventureproductions.com where you can donate to us. You can subscribe to our Twitch channel. You can buy advertising spots, which I still haven't put up that form yet. It'll be up. Yeah, but um, this I mean, this is for art. So yeah, this is this is art. <laughs> I'm at least my my this is at least as valuable as anything Bill Maher has ever produced. Oh, guaranteed. Um, I don't think he's ever even written anything, right? Stand up. Oh yeah, he did the stand up, but like, no, he's not like he's not fucking George Carlin. He's not uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, he's not. And who is though? You're just naming like the <laughs> Richard Rothman. <laughs> well, you know. What I mean? Well, let me name every great comedian. <laughs> you know, I guess that's. But he's true. not even fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll be open on this. I mean, as far as like stand up, like not Joe Rogan's fucking shitty podcast. Yeah, no, I am not understand. I guess Joe Rogan. I don't think he's that great stand up wise, but yeah, I'm, I think he's probably better than Bill Maher. <laughs> I don't know. Bill Maher has some okay. Has some okay. I guess I haven't seen Bill Maher stand up in like twenty years, so yeah. he might be shooting now. That's true. Speaking of stand up, have you watch Adam Sandler stand up special yet? No, you stupid son of a bitch. I heard that Sandman still got it. Sandman. <laughs> I remember uh, I saw him on Conan telling a joke about Shaq's dick, yeah. and I was like, man, that's still a really good joke. Like he. He still got he still got something in there. I mean, he makes movies just to hang out with his friends and like go on vacation. Yeah. So I get that. And sometimes he'll be in like the 
um, like the Meyerowitz stories and stuff, or Punch Drunk Love back in the day, sometimes he'll actually act not greatly, but you know, he tell his present effort. So he's not, he's a giant piece of shit, like the internet wants you to believe. I still like Avatar, especially after I saw his camera special, right? Uh, he still got it. He still got it. Just like Captain Freedom. <laughs> he but brutally kills Amber. Just like snaps her neck. Yeah, she throws, he, they, right into his shoe, right into his arm, snaps it right off the bat. And then throws her into the barbed wire, and her body's all limp. Something about that scene in slow motion, I was like, oh man, oh no, not Amber. <laughs> Even though I knew it was fake. <laughs> and it was fake. <laughs> um, and then, oh, so when he kills Arnold, and he rams him into those spikes, how did he not also spike himself? Since he was just doing like underarm like football tackle. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out either. They shouldn't like have him throw him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like the effort they put into the fight sequence with Captain Freedom and the fake uh, fake army. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he's fighting back a little bit. It almost looks like he has yeah, a chance. Because like he's because you know the crowd's kind of rooting for him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and he's been killing all the other stalkers. Right. Like, he stayed in some chance against Captain Freedom. Oh, the other stalkers died so fucking easily. Yeah, that's because they're fucking whack. No, Captain Freedom. Well, yeah, he's like, I don't need all these fancy toys. I used to kill people with my bare hands. So you know he thinks the other stalkers are pussies, too. <laughs> he's like, oh, you got chainsaws and shit? You're a fat dude with, like, electricity? What the fuck? Why are you singing? Yeah. Oh, goddamn sexual transformers. <laughs> and they're like, oh, sorry, folks. It looks like the stalkers win again. <laughs> Captain Freedom's unstoppable. He's undefeated. He's going to retire again, so the start of those goddamn running men have a chance. And then we cut back to uh, them actually being alive. They're joining up with the resistance. Yeah, and the meantime, Mick Fleetwood. They've met up with Mick Fleetwood. And, and they're uh, watching Weasel's app right on TV. Weasel's app is there in the background. Like, For yeah. some reason, the resistance has like a hideout inside the game zone, which I don't get, but whatever. Um, for convenience. For the, the plot, I mean, not yeah. for real life. Now, and they're going to bring down the entire system and show everybody what's really happening. Yeah, and um, Amber's like... Uh, how about you show them this? It's the undoctored footage from the helicopter murder. And Arnold's like, where you been keeping that? Yeah. Like, Fucking in her vagina. <laughs> that's where she's been keeping it. And she even's like, that's private. <laughs> could, be her, could be her booty hole. Yeah, um, but I mean like... Mitra's pocket. Yeah, it's like a weird shape. It's square. It's got sharp corners. Vagina's a lot tougher than booty holes. <laughs> Probably go with vagina. They're made to, like, stretch and then grow back stronger than ever. Especially Booty Hole. What? <laughs> I've seen prolapse penises on the internet. Booty Hole can't take that kind of punishment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's my notes. They're like, she hit her pussy! <laughs> <laughs> so excited about it. I was a little bit excited about the fact that they were just, like, kind of, like... So obvious about it. Yeah, like, yeah, whatever. It's fucking popped it in there. Nothing crazy. It's not like it's... Fucking huge tape or anything. Yeah. So they're gonna show the unedited Ben uh, Richards footage of the helicopter, mm-hmm. and then also they're gonna Ben Richards is gonna lead an attack on the network. Yeah, they start killing everybody. He's like, oh, Richard Dawson's. I said I'd be back. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back. Maybe I'm going to run my fist into your stomach, which he doesn't end up doing. It's unfortunate. No, he just launches it in the car. Uh, there's a line here where uh, Mick Fleetwood's like, "All right, I'll leave it up to you, Mr. Spock," and then the kid's like. Who the fuck's that? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Star Trek is whack. Because I guess the assumption is 2017, kids aren't going to know about Star Trek. 
I got this for you. Little did they know, Star Trek media will be rebooted and re-released and remarketed every couple years. So, Just as Gene Roddenberry imagined. Uh huh. This uh, very socially progressive show. I would like it to be marketed to death so that my children and my estate can take money and make more money and then eventually sell it to a large corporation. Sounds like Gene Roddenberry, right? <laughs> and then also, the Star Trek movies weren't very good. Mm, they're okay. If I would have made them. <laughs> West one's worse. Oh, definitely less one play. More Simon Pegg! Mm-hmm. And they mostly would have just been, like, hanging out, talking. I actually like Into Darkness. It's all those political issues. Is that one con? No, it's the second one. The second one's one con. That's like the, the, the original. Batch. Yeah. What's the Into Darkness? The third one? Third one. I don't think I ever saw it. You should watch it. That's the song they wrote. Yeah. Maybe I will then. Um, but my note just says Star Trek Whack, because I don't really care about Star Trek that much. Yeah. I like the idea of it, but I don't, don't need to watch it or anything. Uh, years ago, Ryan and I watched the original Star Trek a lot. Mm. Like the original series? Yeah. yeah. With uh, Spock and Kirk. Whoa! Oh, and then <clears throat> this is where we see overdubbed Dynamo. Yeah. Trying to do a rape. <laughs> I'll show you, Nicholas! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, um, so yeah, he's like, been trying to get her the whole movie, really, been trying to get Ember, because she got a cute ass. Quote by Richard Dawson. <laughs> um, and she's like, fuck that. I'm a strong, independent woman. I'm going down to you, fat boy. She machine guns the sprinklers, and he gets electrocuted. Because he's got that shitty fucking Christmas tree suit on. Yeah. I don't get it. What was the fucking what was the design choice of that guy? I didn't even bother. Um, in the meantime, Arnie's caught up with, uh, with Killian. Mm-hmm. The Doss Man. And uh, he tries to sick his steroid bodyguard on him. Sven. Sven. Sven Ollie Thorson. But Sven's like, nah, I'm good. He just walks off. He scores some steroids. He says, I need to score some steroids, but as mentioned previously, he doesn't speak English that well. It says, I was going to score steroids. <laughs> I need to score steroids. He's not Russian. He's <laughs> from, yeah, like, Norway. Oh, okay, right. sorry. Come on. <laughs> I need to score steroids. <laughs> oh, did you see? All right, so... Pork, pork, pork. <laughs> yeah, some, I need to score it Someone on Twitter was like, um, <clears throat> man, this dude from Norway straight up called me bruh, and I was like, what is your hinga dinga durgan ass what? <laughs> and then, you know, funny enough, because, like, uh, Norway, like, like, you know, like, hinga dinga durgan, it's funny, right? But then, uh, apparently, Twitter in Norway got a hold of that tweet. Everyone in Norway is getting mad. <laughs> why? Because he's that dinga dinga? Well, because, like, why can't we use the word bruh? It's like, well, I don't know, because you're Norway. You're from Norway, motherfucker, that's why. Because <laughs> you're from Norway. Dirty Norwegians. Like, though, it's like, um, like, parts of, um, England and parts of the United States. Those are the only places they can use bruh. I'm not even sure about England. No, nah, I mean, like, South London and stuff. Well, because... That's, they started bruv, like they say bruv, it's, I bet some of them say brother too, because it's the same sort of thing. Or fam, fam got brought to the United States, that started in England. I am, we're not talking about fam, we're talking about bruh. Bruh, bruh. You're being a Durgan. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the last form of acceptable racism. Racism against other white ethnicities. 
I don't know. I have some pretty funny, uh, like uh, Japanese and uh, accents. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, we should all just have fun with each other's ethnicities. I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily. See, I mean, I guess white dude. I guess I don't get to say, it, but <laughs> I don't necessarily see it as uh, racist if you're doing just an accent of a foreign person. No, because, I mean, let's... Yeah, you just have a fucking accent, man. We're white guys, so... You can I'm do an American right. accent. I've heard some Russians do it, and they're pretty funny, because it's really high-pitched. Well, this time, when he hears this, like, yeah, hey, we're Americans. <laughs> Which, uh, I, apparently, we do speak nasally. I don't know. Even though they're, like, parts of the Commonwealth. The, the Australians? Like the Australians think England. we speak nasally? Mm-hmm. And England and stuff, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. I've like, hey, hey, I'm Australian, mate. <laughs> it's all in their fucking nasal passage. <laughs> you always just do restart it. <laughs> then still, that's true. All of them speak that way. No, no, no. Well, I guess so. We Taiko Wati sounds differently? Yeah. No, he doesn't. Hey, man, what? Uh, yeah, man, goose. Um, that, yeah, he's doing a specific dialect of New Zealand. Yeah, okay, whatever. I've, I've heard Australian accents. I heard Jim Jeffries. Well, well first it's of all, it's on his nose. Tyka's from New Zealand. All yeah, right. I know, but they're, it's very similar accents. What? <laughs> and they can fuck you. Fuck you, New Zealand. Fuck you, Australia. You can deal with it. <laughs> I think they know. Remember the joke in Fly the Concord? <laughs> no, no, they're, they're, they're like, like, is these? Yeah, they're like, yeah, no, Australians are like, hey, man. And, and we're like, hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, honey, it's okay. I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> hey, Australians. Oh, five concours. Did you watch their new HBO special? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. The new HBO. Is it good? Yeah. It is really good still. They still got it. They still got it? Just like the Sandman? Yeah. They haven't been as gone as long as the Sandman. Plus, I have... Uh, I mean, like, Jermaine's just been... Yeah, I've seen Jermaine doing a bunch of shit. And, um, Brett's Brett been doing... does stuff in New Zealand. He does music for... Fucking the Muppets. Yeah, and he got, and all he's got an Academy Award. That's right. He's Rick, Rick McKinsey. And he was in Lord of the Rings. As most people are in New Zealand. Yeah, all most New Zealand. I think their prime minister was in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more. Yeah. I, well, I don't understand. Oh, man, I always lose interest in the third act of all these movies I've noticed. Yeah, <laughs> some of them, Robocop I was still into. Oh, yeah. But Last Dragon like, I was still into, but um, like, the last Starship had a shitty third act. This one has a shitty third this act. This one, like. <laughs> they fucking acknowledge it. Yeah, there's a one point one of the people in the control room goes, ah, I hate third act problems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, well, they just, it's like, they're shooting guns at no one in particular. Uh-huh. Um, there's no dialogue. Nothing's going on. Like, okay, we released the secret footage and people are mad. That part, like, how is them releasing the secret footage take down the network and the government and change things at all? Like, the, the resistance it plan is does do shit. Yeah, it's like one. Maybe it's like a interesting first move, but it seems like this is your whole plan. I mean, it's definitely got to be their first move. They're opening Gambit. Yeah, because uh, this is for real life. Twenty eighteen too. Uh, uh, they don't seem to care unless you cost them money. So, next time you want to protest about, like, fucking Whitaker becoming attorney general or some shit, don't go stand around in front of the White House or some shit. Fucking destroy government property. They don't seem to fucking care if it's going to cost them money. So, no more of the stand around being polite Yeah, no, like, blocks train. If you really yeah. want change, you have to do yeah. it. You have to... You block train stations. You block bridges, bro, roads and bridges. That's that's pro. That's that's how protests are. That's how the civil rights. If Dr. King was alive today, people would fucking hate him. Yeah. Well, not only that. This is every protest for any type of right 
that's happening in the United States. All right, fucking miners want to get paid more and stop dying in the mines. You know what they do? They blow up the fucking mines. And I know everyone on the internet wants to be polite in these polite, like, suburban liberal type bullshit things. Well, you don't they don't, shit. They don't ever recognize... History never changes unless you fucking cost them money or you're actually disrupting something. You gotta, you, you, change happens when you force it, I don't know. Yeah, you're not, you can't do change by dreaming, you gotta like, forge that shit with hammer and sickle. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but for real, like, they only, it only, no, nothing changes unless they're losing money or power or you're, you're causing trouble for them in some way. People standing out in the streets getting limited news coverage and people talking about it on Twitter, that doesn't do shit. Hasn't ever done shit. Remember what they did to the Occupy movement? They just turned that shit into a joke. Should have burned down fucking Wall Street. Yeah, if you uh, block Wall Street so no one get to it. Yeah, no one fucking no one can do their job. Yeah, it's gonna something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's my fucking rant about <laughs> how you get shit done. Like I I can write like fucking bullet point after bullet point of historical events. Protests only worked when they were destroying property and causing problems for the government or the fucking corporation that was causing the problems. You you have to do something that they're actually... That actually causes pain, yeah. I mean, it's not, it doesn't have to be physical pain. You don't actually have to, just, you you make them to destroy money. property, but you have to make them lose money. You have to yeah. make it hurt. But yeah, they have to lose money. And the easiest way to do that is fucking destroy some property. Don't destroy your own neighborhoods and shit. Like, that shit's dumb as hell. But fucking destroy government property, destroy corporate property. You're gonna cut this shit. <laughs> nope. Fucking, that's how you do it. That's the real shit. That's what they should have done in running, man. Not release some fucking footage on TV that obviously could have been faked. Because they, they did everything. Yeah. Yeah, they faked it the other way. Uh, not only that, but they, uh, they, I mean, they kind of destroyed the network. I guess, but. That's what, step one. Yeah. Step two is make it so it's not cost-effective for them to bring the network back at all. Mm-hmm. Occupy the network with mm-hmm. guns. Burn it down. And that's that. That's probably <laughs> the last episode of Space Force, because I was going <laughs> to take down this podcast. I <laughs> oh, think so? Do they actually like mine content on podcasts? Yeah, occasionally, yeah. Oh, that wasn't even that politically incendiary, no, though. We'll that's just, just reality. We cut around a little bit, we'll be okay. Yeah, I don't know, that's just... That's really what are we watching next? We didn't get that in there. Oh, I don't know. I hadn't thought of anything. They Live. Yep. Fuck yeah, let's watch They Live. They Live it is! John Carpenter's fucking They Live. John Carpenter, Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's oh, right. fuck. And, um... I don't watch wrestling anymore, but I did see a picture of Ronda Rousey wearing a Rowdy Ronda Rousey shirt. Yeah, that's sort of, like, marking... That's sort of, like... Did, uh, did Rowdy Piper's family sign off on this shit? Probably. We're going to be watching uh, They Live. They Live, which is a great movie. Yeah. Um, I actually really like Running Man. I've probably seen this movie like 30 or 40 times now. I really liked it when I was a kid. I don't like it as much as I did. <laughs> I think it's still alright. It's just trash, but I like trash. <laughs> you know, trash is in Return of the Living Dead. She's dancing around. Oh, yeah, I like trash in that <laughs> trash too. Alright, thanks for listening to Space um, Force. Adventureproductions.com, well, something, you know, fuck <clears throat> Give us money. Know. Yeah, give us money, destroy government property. Uh-huh. Do what you gotta do. Bye.